Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about getting into a routine that works. doesn't matter if it's a routine for your personal life or your business or just anything else in between. If you are just looking to get in a good rhythm and you just don't know how to start, tune into today's episode. I've got some really practical tips that are going to help you coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are spending your time with me. I know you got a whole bunch of other places that you can be, but you're here with me right now. So that's pretty awesome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. That way, as soon as I drop an episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And I haven't forgot those of you guys who are still listening. I know you're still there. Thank you so much, darling, for being here. Make sure that you share this podcast with someone that you know would greatly appreciate and be sure to let me know if you have any questions or comments or concerns write me at podcast at denisetlee.com always love to hear your thoughts and if you have a suggestion love to hear that as well too make sure that we are friends on social media the links are in the podcast notes below and lastly everything we're going to be talking about is more a one-on-one thing that being said I want to introduce you to my royalty program royalty program is a six-month combined business and life coaching program where we untangle dismantle and reconfigure everything that's working right and drop what's not working wrong and hopefully at the end at the of our time with one another you will be able to see things in a clearer and more organized manner you'll be able to find more information about royalty on my website denisegeely.com click on the courses tab and click on the royalty tab and then I will also drop an inquiry note in the show notes below if you're interested in scheduling a no cost initial consultation to see whether or not royalty is a good fit for you. Alrighty, let's get into today's episode. I was thinking to myself about, wow, as I was even organizing my week ahead and thinking about all the things that I want to get done, I thought to myself, gee, this would be a really great episode to talk about it because <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I, I'm not just obviously a business and life coach. I am a I'm a mother, I am a wife, I've got other responsibilities, and I've got a lot of other things going for me. And if I'm not getting my own head straight, my own situation straight, then there's a whole lot of people who are going to be really disappointed. And I think that's the same thing for you. You may not be a wife, or you may not be a mother, or you may not be all these other titles, but someone is definitely depending on you. And someone's definitely looking to you for advice and for insight and for wisdom. And that being said, if we ourselves are a little scattered and all over the place and not really focus on what needs to be done and having a good rationale and reason behind it, it's kind of hard for us to be organized. And that's why I created this episode. And that's why it's really good for if you are looking for a little bit more then I would highly encourage you to look into my one-on-one program because definitely a lot of things are a case-by-case, especially if you're a high-performing person and you're looking to get a little bit more focus and a little bit more attraction with certain aspects of your life. But for the purposes of our time with one another, I've got about 
four things that I want to share with you. And I'm hoping that as you're listening, jot down the things that really resonate with you and go, oh, snap, I really need to focus on this. This is definitely something that needs more attention or there's something that you would like a little bit more accountability. I think for all of us, we're doing so well across the board. We're so ambitious. We're so high achieving, but there's always just one or two areas that if we were to be totally honest with ourselves, need a little bit of spring cleaning, a little tune up, a little bit of a little extra care and attention. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're we're all human. We're all learning. We're all growing, all experiencing different things. And if you feel as if you need a little bit more attention, I would highly encourage you to invest in yourself and look at about royalty or any other program that you believe is going to be a really good fit for you. All right. With that being said, let's talk about this. The first thing is, and something that was posed to me of all places in premarital counseling, I'll never forget this. I was, it was about <clears throat> some years ago <laughs> and I was talking with the, the pastor and, uh, and, and my husband, well, my then fiance at the time and, and and his wife, and we were all just sitting and talking about premar- um issues that kind of come up in marriage. And one of the things that I was surprised that they talked about was, are you a morning or a night person? Are you more of a early riser or are you a night owl? And I thought to myself, what does this have anything to do with marriage? And as the pastor explained, was the reason why is that you can't really expect serious conversations with someone who can barely function before 10 a.m. and two cups of coffee versus someone like me. My mind starts drifting off into La La Land around 8 p.m. My I'm spent. I'm tired. I There's not much else into me because I am I function best and I function most optimally in the morning I'm not I don't function well at night at all and the reason why the pastor talked about it was that you have to keep a constant understanding about how you're interacting with people are they functioning better day or are they functioning night and that way you can be able to bang out or talk about the most impressing information at a time that is mutually convenient for both of us over the years of my marriage i've realized that that 10 a.m to 12 p.m sweet spot has been great for both of us where we can be able to ultimately talk about certain issues or things but you know as the or at the afternoon kind of drags on and other things kind of compete for our interest. It's kind of hard for us. And I know when first thing in the morning, my husband's preoccupied with other things that he's got going on for his own business. And so that 10 to 12 a.m. was a really good sweet spot for both of us. Well, I have to ask you, what's your sweet spot? What's that time when you're up and out and moving and grooving and doing whatever you need to do? If you find yourself barely functional before noon, why are you trying to write emails or do your launch or whatever you need to do before noon? Or perhaps you are like me and you're an early riser and for some reason you think, okay, well, after everyone eats and after dinner time and everyone's doing stuff and you're tired and you're worn out, why are you trying to work on your latest video sales letter as an example? It doesn't make any sense but we keep fooling ourselves and thinking well I'll try, try to find a schedule that seems most convenient and then I'll try to do it then I think that's the most conventional advice at least that's what I've been told but let's flip it on its heels and think about it from different angles say when am I most active when am I most functional 
And why don't we do those activities then instead of when we think we can spare in a few token uh, moments of time. I'll, I remember first reading this from Mary Kay Ash, founder of Mary Kay Cosmetics, about the 5 a.m. club. But event, but actually it came from Andrew Carnegie and his time in Bethle- Bethlehem Steel. If you've heard of the Carnegie's, a very famous name. But anyway, when he was his time as an executive working for Bethlehem Steel, what he would do was he would literally get up at, before everybody did. Everybody did. It was 5 a.m. And they kind of took and then Mary Kay ran with and called it the 5 a.m. club. You might have heard of it, the 5 a.m. club. 5 a.m. club where you literally would wake up before the dogs wake up, before your family members wake up, before anything, before you get emails and all this other stuff. And if you're able to launch maybe an hour or two every day, because time is literally the only thing that we all have in common. But if you're able to give yourself that free extra hour or two before the distractions, before the emails, before all the other busyness of the day sets in and just bang all that stuff out, you'll be able to have a so much more productive time that you have as a day drags on. And if that means that you go to bed a little bit earlier than everybody else, then so be it. That's the only way that you can maximize your time. Or let's think about the flip side. Let's say you're a night owl. Why don't you wait until 10 p.m. or whenever everyone settles in and goes into their own nighttime routine? And why don't you start your work then when no one's on the flip side, when no one's bothering you. So it doesn't have to be the 5 a.m. club. It could be the 10 p.m. club or the midnight club or whatever time you feel that you are you can get yourself up and moving and optimal. Personally, for myself, I have my own routine where I have my own physical and spiritual workout routine before I start my day because I've noticed that if I tend to my mind and my soul before I end up working on anything for my business, I'm actually be able to cross off and think, do things much faster and more optimally than if I just try to plow through it without tending to my physical and my emotional as my spiritual needs. But you're going to have to investigate for yourself what that looks like. How much time do you need before you get into your 5 a.m. or your midnight uh, time frame? It all depends on you and you alone. But I will say this. If you're going to do this, you have to make a commitment. And actually, that brings me to point number two is you're making a commitment to yourself. And for a lot of us, we think, oh, my goodness, I'll give an example of weight loss, because I think a lot of us struggle with weight loss. I think some more than others. But oftentimes people say, oh, my goodness, I need to lose 50 pounds within five months as an example well instead of saying 50 pounds within five pounds why don't we do chop it down and say well maybe a pound or two a week is more reasonable right now obviously there's going to be some weeks that are going to be better than others but why don't we have just a pound a week maybe two tops and think about the time frame that is so going back to the example of five months, so five months, there's four weeks in each month, four, sometimes five, give or take. So four times five is 20, that's 20 pounds. Now, you may not lose that 50 pounds within five months, but at least you'll have a good dent in your goal and at least you'll give yourself the momentum to keep going. For a lot of us, we make these huge, huge goals for ourselves. And if we don't meet it within a certain time frame, we get discouraged and we feel defeated and we want to abandon it. But I, I want you to think about it from other ways. How can you make small, 
micro small commitments to yourself. Let's think about another area. For a lot of you guys, you may be thinking, oh my goodness, I need to be on social media. I need to be posting four times a week. I need to be making sure that I'm producing X, Y, or Z amount of content. Well, why don't we just make a commitment for just this week, one piece of content and one platform? Now, I know there's all this business where you have to be everywhere all the time. No, no, you actually don't. And I I understand this whole idea that, well, if I'm not producing content on YouTube, I'm not even missing out on a, my con- a potential audience to reach out on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever you are. And for a lot of us, we're just starting off. We have baby businesses. We don't have a lot of momentum. And again, if you are looking to have a little bit more support, a little bit more structure, a little bit more organization within your business, I would highly encourage you to check out my royalty program because let's create a plan that makes sense for you that is based on what you want to do and how you want to grow your business instead of just trying to compete with people who have been doing this for 10 years and you're feeling exhausted because you've only been at it for six months and you're expecting $6 million in a bank account by the end of this year. (laughs) doesn't that sound a little ridiculous when you say it out loud I think for a lot of us when we actually just say out loud and we're comparing ourselves to people that we don't know we don't know their background we don't know their experience and we just think that just because they're doing it means that we need to be doing it at their level and that even though we may not know that they may have a team of support of people helping them let's be a little bit more gentler to ourselves let's break down into the smallest most micro tasks that we can do Make a commitment to yourself that I'm going to do this by this date and nothing more. It should be tasks that are literally no-brainers that you can actually just do in your sleep. No big deal. You've got you've got this. For example, perhaps one goal that you have is literally just writing a a message to your list. Well, do you have to write a message to your list four times a day? Obviously not. Do you need to write a message to your list daily? Well, it all depends. Have you ever considered perhaps reposting content? Do you really believe that your lists are going to be looking at the exact same message that they read from you six months ago? As an example, maybe perhaps you can take some old messages and refurbish them and add some some new life to it with some current stuff that's about what's going on in your business. I'm just throwing out as potential examples for a lot of us. We get so stuck in our heads about what we should be doing and how it should be done. And we're only modeling against what we've seen other people's doing. And we forget about what is possible. What is practical? What can I do right now that makes most sense? Instead of just trying to spin our wheels and get overwhelmed and get discouraged because we're not doing exactly the same way that we've seen other people doing it as an example okay now I also want you to think about are we making drama and excuses I was talking with a client the other day and we were just talking about certain things that were going on in her personal life as well as her business and she was telling me about one of her children was doing really well across the board and all of her uh, activities but this one particular area was not making any progress and this her her child was just making lots of excuses not doing this particular area and I literally said it sounds like your daughter's coming up with a lot of excuses and her she herself was afraid of confronting her daughter and talking about this particular issue because she didn't want her to not not do this task and feel overwhelmed and I said well 
perhaps we are looking at it from a different angle. Perhaps we're making it more complicated than what we need to do, need to do or what it needs to be. Perhaps we can break this task down into even smaller bits and maybe try for a trial run for a couple of weeks and see how that goes. And as we were talking and she was like, oh, wow, even she realized as we were talking about her her child's problem that she herself in trying to come up with um, was just feeling overwhelmed and cr- perhaps was creating a little drama herself about resolving it. I think that's for a lot of us, we, we get stuck in our heads. We start thinking about certain things and it just the idea of just tackling the idea feels overwhelming. And then we come up with oh, all the reasons why we can't, we shouldn't, it's not important, and we never get anything done. And I want to let you know that we can drop the drama. We can drop the stress in our situations by really asking ourselves, am I really making this more complicated or simpler? And it's really just that easy i know it's obviously you're listening to this and sounds they don't go duh but in the moment of going through the experience like obviously we feel as if we're not really making headway things aren't really making sense we're not really tackling it because we're thinking about all the contingencies and all the ways that we have blundered and how can we make it right how can we make it error free and then we just start stockpiling more contingencies and more things in place and does not feel exhausted even as I explain that but that's how our brains work our brains want to have something completely foolproof otherwise we don't want to venture in and try it and I want to let you know that we can't live this way we can't operate this way anymore we can't operate in a way that everything is foolproof error free and without mistakes and without any type of drama sometimes we're going to make mistakes along the way sometimes people aren't going to be on board with us let's think about another example let's think about this idea of and this is this is something that's very common with all 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 business owners is how do we generate new revenue and for all all of us we say i just want to make a lot of money well yeah duh everyone makes wants to make money but let's think about how our business is being run right now and what's the easiest simplest and most carefree way that we can do this that's not going to make us lose our mind and get stressed and feel overwhelmed and let's why don't we just zoom in and focus on that and that alone and nothing more because for a lot of times, and I, I've been, I've been doing this for a while. I've been doing this a while, guys. And when I talk with clients, literally the solution was right in front of their face all along. But because we just get, as human beings, we just get so trapped in our brains as to how things could be done, and we don't want to look like a fool, and we don't want to feel stupid, and we we want everything to be lined up perfectly. We're not seeing the obvious. And the reason why is because we're afraid that the obvious may not work or the obvious may be too simple. And we feel as if we have to make it more complicated. And I want to let you know that that's not the way that you should be working and living and playing and interacting. Literally, the answer is always simple. I think about the expression, the kiss, keep it simple silly <laughs> you may have heard it the the s ending in another way but for the purposes of our time with one another we'll just call it keep it simple silly i had to ask you are we creating drama because we feel as if we're if we're not having it complicated that we're not seeing a sense of worth our sense of contribution to the situation or to the problem are we really 
feeling insecure about ourselves that we have to say, if I don't make this insanely complicated, that I'm, I don't have any worth or value. And honestly, that was me for a long time. Okay. That full disclosure for me, I had to make things complicated and convoluted and, and crazy because I felt as if, if there wasn't anything going on, then I wasn't really using my time effectively it had to be something where I was spending an inordinate amount of time so I could tell about all the stress and all the drama and I want to let you know it's if, if we're going to be in this business of not just growing our business but just simplifying our lives and getting to routines it always boils down to the most simple simple the most practical and that means working with how we work practically and looking at the situation, asking ourselves, how can we narrow it down? And then how can we narrow it down from there? And how can we make it simple? And how can we reduce the stress and the overwhelm? Because for a lot of us, we stop in our tracks because of the overwhelm, because of the stress. And I want to let you know that there's a better and brighter way of doing things. All right, let's recap everything that we've talked about. But I just wanted to say that this is not it. This is not the full totality of what we can talk about. If you're if you're interested in learning more about working with me one on one, again, check the show notes below. Check out Royalty because I definitely believe for a lot of you guys, you don't have to be in stress and a lot of overwhelm and a lot of frustration. Okay. All right, let's review everything that we've talked about. Is first of all, I want to ask you: Are you nocturnal? Are you a day? Are are you a bright and early riser, or are you someone who's a night owl? Make that connection with your mind and ask yourself: How can you optimize your time? Does it mean that you need to get up super early and become of the five o'clock club, or maybe perhaps you're going to be working at midnight? I don't know. Look at your schedule. Look at how you can rearrange your day so that you can bang out the most important parts early before anyone else disturbs you. And if that means that you have to go to bed a little later and a little or a little earlier than normal, then so be it. That means that you can prioritize so that you're not distracted, that you're not being thrown off guard by all the other stuff that comes at you at you during the day. Okay. Now I also want you to just make a commitment to success. Making commitment to success means t- stop those huge goals about I'm going to make five million within five weeks, or I'm going to drop fifty pounds in five months, or whatever it is. And see, maybe instead of saying I don't need to be losing ten pounds a week, maybe I need to be losing one or two pounds a, a week. Or instead of having a money go, because money again, money is beyond our control. Instead of having a money go, let's say I'm committed to creating this type of work or doing this type of activity and staying focused on that and that alone. Let's drop the drama. And actually that brings me to the next point is let's drop the drama. Let's stop the stress. Let's stop the frustration. Let's see how we can drop everything into that the most simpler simplest <laughs> things for us to do. Okay, I don't want us to get into the overwhelm because oftentimes we get overwhelmed, we get discouraged and we just want to drop everything. And then we go into these cycles of back and forth, back and forth of revving up and working really hard and then doing nothing and just wanting to sit on the beach and drink a Mai Tai as an example. Or perhaps a Heineken, that's more of your, your flavor. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make is we need to get into these bite-sized goals, micro goals, even nano goals instead of thinking that everything has to be done big or bold or go home forget all that let other people burn themselves out you are running a long journey you're not sprinting and that means you're going to have to be practical realistic and 
if that means that we need to extend things further out into the far distant future, so be it. That way you can be able to pace yourself and it makes sense for you and for you alone. Again, we can't compare ourselves to other people. They're running their own unique journey. You have to run yours. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed our time with one another. I know I did. Please, again, if you have any questions or comments or concerns, write me at podcast at denisegeely.com. And make sure that you tell your friends. And if you've been really loving these episodes in general, just write me a review wherever you're listening. That way you can be able to let other people know as well as me what you've been loving. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.